it's like, we're all just trying to get through life. Right. Nobody's perfect. And by the way, I'm going to drop this bomb, but whatever everybody believes in, but I'll get a little hooey right now. But I do believe, you know, we're these human beings, these spiritual beings having a human experience. So like, why would we ever think for a second that we're supposed to be perfect? Welcome to Keeping Up With Chaos Podcast. We're happy you're here tonight. Here you're going to find everyday friends sharing their chaos while having a conversation over cocktails. Why not? We all have chaos to share. You're not alone. We definitely are not professionals, but we love sharing our everyday chaos with you. So join us. Grab a seat. Tonight we chat with Mel from Be Well Mel. She's a busy mom, wife, dog lover, healthy comfort food creator. She's a certified integrative holistic nutrition coach, yoga, and meditation teacher. She wears lots of hats like you and I do every day. Tonight we're going to chat with Mel about how life can be so not perfectly perfect. Let's see where tonight's conversation takes us and cheers. Hola. I'm on time. You're on time. Hi, Mel. Hi. I've been listening to you guys. Oh, gosh. <laughs> We're a train wreck. It's just move. perfectly, imperfectly funny, though. And here, cheers. Cheers. <laughs> cheers. Cheers, ladies. What, um, what are we all drinking? Mm. Margarita I, for me, you know. Yeah. I have uh, Tito's soda, or not soda, um, Pellegrino. I got nice. fancy. I needed my minerals, you know, health coach over here and lemon, lemon and lime. Lemon and lime. That sounds good. It does. I had to, I'm a huge wine drinker and I had to give it up recently and coffee. Oh no. That's, at the same time. That sounds like torture. <laughs> I don't so, know. Can, can you have I'm, anything with caffeine or is it just? I can have caffeine, okay. which is great. So I've been trying to, I've ordered like everything matcha. I ordered like a frother and I've been trying to perfect all of these, you know, new drinks and it's just not, you know, it's not the same, but I'm down with like feeling good. So yeah. Where did you get? So I drink coffee. I love coffee. I literally go from water to coffee yeah. To water to coffee to vodka. <laughs> That's my hydration routine. I so, love it. And I have a Tito's too, but I usually mix it with a little bi water. You know, have you ever had bi? It's like flavored water. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Isn't I mix that it- like Justin Timberlake's water? I don't know. Is it? Oh, gosh. Might make you dance better. You Maybe. I know. Nothing's helping that, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's helping that. But, oh. um, and then, okay, so I forgot, where was I going with that? I forgot where I was going. Oh, coffee. Oh, coffee. Yeah. Why? Not- Why? Why are you giving it up? What's <laughs> Well, so I'm not, hopefully I'm not giving it up and hopefully I can get back to it. But um, I have horrible digestive issues. I've had them since I think I was born with them. I was laughing at, you mentioned on that food you had the nutritionist on or the, oh, yeah. dietist, and it was like, my child was born a vegetarian. Like, I just think I was born with digestive issues. And, yes. um, it's one of those things that I thankfully never really needed to roll out of bed and go to coffee, but it's part of my day and it like smells good and it's delicious. And like, I have definitely been through this whole crazy pandemic counting on it more. And I think that that was the problem. Like I went from like, okay, I had my little coffee at 10 o'clock every day or 11 o'clock, or maybe I'd go out and have a coffee with a friend, but then it became like, like this thing that I was drinking a lot. So I think the acidity just tore you up. Yeah, exactly. And it triggered a lot of other problems and hence the wine and, you know, just everything got a little out of control. I had to, no, it's not. I had to give up wine a little bit ago. I gave up wine probably right around the time I had my first baby. Okay. Um, I just couldn't drink it anymore for some reason. I craved beer when I was pregnant with my first Uh and I was, and I hadn't drank beer (laughs) since college or something. Right. um, Yeah. And so then I drank wine and I drank wine. I love wine. I love it. But after I had my first, it does, it does not love me at all. I can't drink it. Interesting. And just in the last couple of years, I started to try to drink it again. And I was playing around with it, but with my, I've talked to you about this before my, um, my GERD or my reflux stuff. It just, yeah. it's no bueno, but, um, you know it's funny. Like when you just said that, I'm like, wow, we're getting old and responsible. Like we're doing 
Because, I mean, I don't know if you guys drank a lot in college. Uh, yes. I didn't go to college. <laughs> okay. <laughs> or when you were younger or yeah. still do? No, no, I mean, yes, you, know, you did. Probably not, not, cr- well, okay. Maybe in my early 20s. Well, maybe 20. Probably, I had a fake ID when I was 17, 18. Didn't we all? I had a fake ID. So, you know, but then by the time I was 23, I had my first kid and just everything just kind of mellowed out from there. Yeah. The thought of having a hangover whenever, you know, you're up at six o'clock in the morning having to deal with the baby just didn't, it wasn't appealing. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to know what I was doing when I was 23. I was not getting up. I was up till six o'clock in the morning. I know, right? (laughs) Yeah. That's what it was like when I was 18. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't know. It's interesting that you're giving up coffee because I love coffee. I wake up in the morning. Sometimes, you know, I wake up in the morning. That's the first thing I do. Well, I brush my teeth and, you know, right. I have a little routine and I have my cup of coffee and I usually try to stick to like two cups of coffee. Uh-huh. And if I have more than that throughout the day, because since the pandemic, you mentioned the pandemic with having my husband home all the time, he drinks boatloads of coffee. So instead of just okay. drinking individual Keurig cups, we've been making right. pots of coffee. So I've had way more coffee than I need. And I get what you're saying where it just kind of like tears you up and you kind of have to take a yeah. break. And but- that's, and that's the hopes, like, because I don't want to give it up. I mean, of course you give up things that don't make you feel bad eventually. Right. Like you, you, you got to get to the point where you're like, all right, this is going to cause a problem later on down the road or, you know, I'm, I'm right. feeling bad right now. Um, oh, and that's where I was going with that whole college thing. It was like back in the day, you know, you just took a couple of tums and you still went out and like danced on the bar or whatever, you know, right. like you, you didn't pay attention to those things, but as you, you age and like you even said too, when you were in your young twenties, there are like these other things that you can't do well if you don't feel good. Like if I'm not feeling good, I'm definitely not going to be nice to my family. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's right. for sure. You know, day in and day out, it starts to really wear on you. So I was like, all right, well, let's just, you know, try this out. But the hopes is that I can like get things back under control and, and enjoy coffee again. Right. It sucks because as you age, your body lets you know yes. that you're getting old. Like as soon as, yeah. as soon as I hit 40, like everything just started happening. I'm like, what the hell is going on right now? It's just, I, it's terrible. <laughs> It is. I had to tell you, I had, I had an interesting experience this morning and I was going to, I was going to start with it, but we, you know, I'm, I'm liking where we're going here, but I had an interesting experience where I had to actually leave to go to a doctor's appointment. The, the wonderful, lovely experience of going to your OBGYN. I had to follow up for an appointment and, you know, I left all the boys home and it was not like I was doing something fun. You know, I was doing something I had to do to take care of my body and yeah. um, follow up on a little something. And I don't know. I haven't been out much lately. So I wore my mask and I had, you know, I was, had my hand sanitizer and, um, and I rode the elevator up, up to, on my way to the appointment, nobody was in the elevator with me. So I was fine. I was like, I was, I'm good. Cause we talked about this in dad chaos about the elevator situation. Um, right. and yeah, so guess what happened on my way down? <sighs> I had the elevator to myself and the doors closing and there's about five inches before it's about ready to close all the way. And some guy sticks his hand in and he gets up in there. At least he's wearing oh. a mask. And I'm like, you should have oh, bit him. I was like, <laughs> I was about to be like, can you not? And so, but I didn't. And so I waited and then the elevator was so stinking slow. It was like molasses. I literally thought, oh my God, if I get trapped in here, I'm going to die. And it, it stopped at the second level. There's three levels. Stopped at the second level. I'm like, you've got to be freaking kidding me. Two more people get on the elevator. No masks. Just start coughing. Oh. I was... Well, they don't care if they're not... I mean... Take your mask down and start coughing. Judgmental Judy here. I really try to like work on judgment. Actually, it's like a lot of the work that I do with my, in my world of work. But like, I don't, I don't think somebody without a mask on would really care if you were coughing. That's true. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I think that they probably like, you know, I don't know. I mean, everybody, I'm all about like you do you and you be you and all that for the most part. I mean, yeah. Absolutely. And we talked about the remedy to that, right? If somebody approaches you and they're, you know, not being respectful of the whole COVID thing, you yeah. spray them in the face with Lysol. <laughs> oh, well, or the- pepper spray. Pepper spray would work. Yeah. I'm so glad you brought up Lysol because I don't, um, 
You don't do chemicals. Well, like I really don't. And the funny thing is, is um, I'm doing this new certification right now. And it's about detoxing. It's to actually be certified to help detox people in their whole life, you know, like a mind, body, well-being thing. And right now I'm learning about chemicals on a whole different level, which I just want to go jump off the nearest building because now that I know, I know, like you can't unknow things and it sucks. But when the flu hits, <laughs> there are Lysol, there's Lysol and bleach in my house. And totally. I don't know who I was talking to recently. I, I, it might have been um, you, Miss Jaslyn, <laughs> when we were doing our pre-interview, but I, I literally became a Lysol hoarder when yes. the, did I tell you about that? Like when I, the pandemic hit? No, I don't know if you, if you told me about that. It's so so it's your fault that we can't find Lysol <laughs> or Clorox wipes. Right. I, I would love for you to know right now. I, well, no, I didn't hoard it in the beginning. I became a hoarder after the fact when I couldn't okay. find anything. And yes. then I got like this freak out because, you know, we've had the flu hit a few times and, and, and I'm like, what's going to happen when like flu season hits because there's only so much seventh generation that I actually don't believe that it's working. You know yes. what I mean? I'm like, yes. okay, it probably is, but maybe it's not, but like Lysol's working because it's yes. killing everything. Yes. You know? I love the smell of bleach. I am a bleach junkie and I had to give up bleach because of my asthma. I couldn't clean with oh, it. Oh yeah. I had to get rid of all the chemicals in my house and I've had to go all the way to no chemicals, just like water, water and vinegar, essential yep. oils. There's a company that has, you know, that certain silver in their um, cloths. I won't name oh, it. Oh yeah. I know what I use. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've had, I, I love bleach. I love bleach. I do have bleach in my house though. And I do have some bleach spray for when you get the throw up germs, because I'm sorry, I'm bleaching well, the yeah. shit out of that stuff. Yeah. I, mean, I kind of feel like, well, and I think that that's really my approach to life in general is like this, you know, people are like, Oh, 80, 20, like eating 80, 20, whatever. But like, it really is like, it's like 80, 20 and sometimes 60, 40. And yes. I feel like, um, there's times that you bring in the Doritos and there's times that you bring in the Lysol, you know, the right. bleach, you know, whatever the thing is. But for the most part, you know, I'm like using vinegar and like you said, essential oils and leaning on these, you know, better products. But I'll tell you what, got three cans of Lysol. I'm yep. ready for your cold and flu season. And yeah. now that we have COVID, <laughs> so I'm, like, I'm going to have like holsters. Like, right. You guys wash your hands, <laughs> you know? Right. <laughs> it's funny. I think, um, I think that was interesting when you said that, when you were talking about, um, when you were talking about how like balancing, you know, when you were talking about balancing, it's all about balancing. We were talking earlier and, you know, it's hard to balance between doing what you feel you need to, and then caring for everybody else around you. Like, that's what I think you're saying. Like, I, I like to go right down the middle sometimes. Yeah. You know, I like to dabble and go right down the middle. So there are some things in my house that, you know, I'm conscientious about with chemicals. I'm conscientious about the food that I, I feed my kids, but you're right. I have pop tarts in my pantry. Mm -hmm. I have goldfish in my pantry. I have, you know, snack, uh, fruit snacks in my pantry, you know? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it's, you're Are you right. used to. Until, I used to. Well, no, you probably do now because my kid hasn't been over there lately. That's true. Eating all her snacks. Is that? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I'll tell you one thing, going back to your coffee statement, when I got home from my doctor's appointment after surviving my elevator ride down with multiple people, um, not wearing masks, <laughs> terrifying these days. And I was just thinking, Oh my God, I just had my my vagina probed. And then I had to talk to the doctor and then I had to be around a bunch of people without masks going in down an elevator. But I got home and I thought I can finally have a cup of coffee. Cause I don't like to drink a bunch of coffee before I go out and about, because I, I might not have I might not have eaten anything. Right. I don't want to be too jittery. I don't want to get a stomach ache and have to be nervous about leaving yeah. and, and have stomach issues. So I had right. barely any coffee. So when I got home, I was like, I'm so excited to sit down and have a cup of coffee. Do you think there was any coffee in that coffee pot? No, there was three sips left in the coffee pot with the pot still in the machine. And there was no more coffee ready for me to make. And as I'm walking in the door... Uh. Man baby, which is my husband, is flying out the door. I got to go. And he actually didn't even say anything to me. And so I was thinking to myself, you know, I had to do this thing for me. 
And I'm sure you hear about this with your clients. I had to do this thing for me. It wasn't even anything fun. Yeah, you were yeah. out having a rocking good time in the stirrups. Exactly. Jeez. Well, and I, I'm not, I don't want to like cut you off. I want you to no, keep going, do it. But I want to interject and we'll come back to this. But like that is really kind of one of those hard scenarios about being a mom, right? Is that like a lot of the stuff that you do get, you get to get out of the house, right? Yeah, fun. But fun you're time. not like, you're still doing responsibility, right? Right. So how often do we really get to do some, I call it the three R's, reward, recognition, and responsibility. Like whenever do you actually get to act in life when you're not doing that? Never. And, and Never. no, and I mean, it, it really has to become, a, it, it's another job, you know, put on the list of, of like the to-do list of all the things, right? How all many the of these things. Are, like all around everywhere, you know, it's like, oh, now I've got to like do something that isn't further reward recognition and responsibility so that I can be sane. But, you know, at the end of the day, like that's what happens with moms, you know? Yeah. Nikki just started making lists and I was like commending her. I think we chatted about this in an earlier podcast. She's like, I made a list. <laughs> that was one list. It didn't work out because I got to what? One item, two, maybe two on the list. And then I was just like, whatever. Well, and Mel, I was or trying else to- I lose the list. <laughs> well, I was telling, okay. So Mel, I told her, I was like, make the list and then uh -huh. you check off what you, what you did. And then you make a new list for the next day and just add the things you know, on to what you need to do the next day. And then you just keep, I keep a running list. A running, well, yeah. I mean, I always literally say like the to-do list is going to be next to us at our grave, right? Because we're never going to get it all done. Never. Which can be like, for some people that works out great. Like I have a million lists all over the place and I just need to get it out of my head. And like, I, I definitely am an achiever. Like I need to check things off the list, but at the same time, like I'm okay if I don't kind of knowing that like, you know, again, at the end of the day, like, we're never going to accomplish it all. But some people have a really hard time writing it down and then not being able to check it off the list. So right. like, you know, I mean, that goes with everything. Like we're all bio-individual, you know? Yeah. So what works for you might not work for somebody else. And, yeah. but I mean, I, I have to get it out of my head. Otherwise it, it's like OCD, like it haunts me. Like I will obsessively say the same thing over and over again in my brain because I'm so worried that I'm going to forget it, you know? That's so true because sometimes at night, at the end of the day, kids are in bed, husband's in bed. Before I do the things on my list that I want to do at night, mm -hmm. I actually go over to a piece of paper, sometimes just like a sticky note like this. Yeah. And yeah. I just, I list all the things that I are at the top of my list for the next day to just get, just pull them out of my head, like that Harry Potter movie, like just pull it out yeah. of my head, put it on the paper, and then it won't wake me up in the middle of the night, won't keep me up in the middle of the night. If I do get woken up in the middle of the night, my head won't start, hopefully start reeling and, you know, that reel gets going, yeah. you know, and keeps you up at night. So that's, that's a good point. You know, I will tell you right now I am, and we talked about this before Mel about being the default parent, mm -hmm. you know, right now with my situation with my husband being furloughed, fired, and then he just started a job. And we touched on okay. this, we touched on this, a previous podcast about yeah. kids going back to school. And my husband started a new job the same week that the kids went back to school mm -hmm. and it's hard, you know, it's hard. And then you want to go do something not fun to take care of your health and your body. And, you know, you kind of get left in the dust and there's no coffee to drink or, you know, you want to do something fun like podcasts because this is fun and it's like going out with your girlfriends and hanging out and having yeah. wine and sitting around the lanai and, and having a conversation. And then you don't have the support from your people. Ah. You're going to go podcast, blah, 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 blah. Shut the door, please. Okay. Yeah, you know, I think that there has to be a way to, I mean, we're, we're all super parents, right? Like we know how to deal with our people and get them motivated to do the things they don't want to do. And we usually use reframing and like reverse psychology and bribery and all that. Right. So like there has to just be a way that we can interject like, yo, uh, mom is not going to X, Y, and Z in a non-threatening way. Right. But like, right. if I don't do my podcasting journaling or go to the gynecologist <laughs> and like, I'm not going to be able to show up to give you your bag of, you know, whatever I'm giving you and, and all the things. So I, I think integrating it in a way where it's like, okay, no matter what, you're going to be the default parent. But I think, and I'm going to use this word kind of loosely, but like almost demanding, but in, in like an affirmative way versus like a, uh, 
like a conflict way. Yeah. Like, Hey, I think there, and it's another job, right? Yet it's another job of having to just educate the people around us. Like what recipe we all need in order to tick and talk. Yeah. Cause like the coffee should have been there. It should have been there. Right. I mean, but in courtesy. I mean, I'm sorry, but I mean, you don't drink the last cup of coffee and leave the last three sips in the pot for the next person, you know, and that was just his expectations of me making another pot. That's you know what, we're going to go down this rabbit hole because this makes this like, I legitimately pulled out, but I mean, I'm the grocery store getter, you know, all the things. And I wrote a blog. I mean, I, here's the deal. I'm not a blogger. Okay. However, part of being a health coach and having the business that I have, you have to do certain things. You got to put out a newsletter, you got to have Instagram, you got to, you know, all this stuff, right? Yeah. And so like I do the very minimal with all that stuff because like, quite frankly, I really enjoy living life and that it's just doesn't come easy to me. Like I suck at um, grammar and then I get all up in my head that I'm writing the wrong sentence. But the bottom line is I wrote this blog a little while ago. I get, I get these ideas. I'm a big idea maker. And I'm like, I'm going to expose, like I was Brene Brown or something, this researcher, I'm going to expose all the mom jobs, you know? And and then I put it out there on um, like a couple of Facebook pages for our neighborhood and then mom pages and then some communities that I'm dialed into that are just all moms. Like, what are the silent jobs that you do? What are the unseen jobs that you do? What are the default parent jobs that you do? And I named them a bunch of different things too, you know, because then you just pull different ideas. We even people. know. I feel like a robot half the time. Oh my gosh, you guys, like, I have to send this to you. And I, I couldn't even, I mean, within seconds of posting, I had hundreds of responses. And of course I was like, ding, 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 this is amazing, you know? Right. But then of course I had to like do something with it. And it's kind of like your podcast where it's like, this is life-giving to you. It's fun. It's exciting. But what has to happen? I mean, you guys, I have an open air office. Unreal. So when this whole pandemic hit, like the the crazy that was going down for everybody to shut the fuck up. Right. Use my language, but not really. Before I would get on a call with a client, it was like insane. Right. You know, and and like that's just what happens. Like, but that's what moms do. I think the dad that was on that one time, he was talking about like I I can't even think about what you moms do because it gives me anxiety. Right. I know. And I would say like, I was thinking like, what's my silent mom job? I'm like, oh, I'm a butt wiper. I'm a yes. nose, I'm a nose wiper. Yeah, I'm a- you know, while, while you're talking, I'm not being rude, but I'm going to like look up this thing so I can pull up. Please some of do so. Yeah. Okay. So keep going. No, no I'm just, I was yelling at my kid and the dog. So that's all right. Oh yeah. 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 Oh my gosh. I feel like I'm a referee. I'm definitely yeah, a referee. <laughs> Um, I guess I suck at laundry, so I guess I can't be the dry cleaner, but I like, you why, know, why do you suck at laundry? I Wait, how no do idea. you get that? Wait, how do you tell me, please tell me because I need to know. I have no idea. I've apparently I, I have this, I have mom brain. So I put all the clothes in the washing machine. I start it, it goes, oh. it washes, but then I just leave it. And you know, yeah. we have, and then it smells like stinky. And, yeah. And then it gets stinky. Yeah. I don't know. I don't even know. Where you should have a lot more laundry. Like you should literally have laundry all over the place. So I, you, somebody does laundry all the time. Who is it? You have a cleaning lady? No, it's the husband. It's, it's Mr. Man Baby. He's obsessive compulsive about laundry. Like he's so picky and fussy about he laundry. He wants it done or a certain way. He wants it done. He wants it done a certain way. So he won't even let me touch his laundry. And then I'll start the boy's laundry. And then he ends up getting mad at me and ends up finishing it. And then, I, you know, we have this little system. I start it. He puts in the dryer. He gets it out and sorted. Yeah. And, you know, and then I put it all away. He's, he's really good about that kind of stuff. I will tell you though, he did leave me an empty pot of coffee this morning, but he started a load of towels and got them in the dryer and then started and then helped me finish laundry. So he did do, you know, he's not so bad. He's not so bad. I mean, that's the whole thing. Like I, mother F my husband all day long, but I like love my husband more than life. Yeah. I mean, we, it was so funny. I was thinking about like how you asked how we met and I won't get into the whole story now, but I was like, man, I like really didn't even give her like the cool story about how we met. And you gave me this like great story about how you and your husband met. And I'm like, you know, we're, we're definitely soulmates and uh, it's just like hard for me to even say that stuff because I get like, (laughs) it's too mushy. Yeah, it is really mushy and I am very mushy and I'm super sensitive, but like, I, I just also like don't want to screw it up anyway. 
they want, drive us crazy. They do. And I want to back it up though. Cause I think yeah. that it's interesting. I think it's in your story is interesting, you know, like where, how you guys started. Cause a lot of times when people hear about life coach, I'm using my air quotes, oh, yeah. life coach, or they, they think about like, you know, getting, hiring a, you know, a personal trainer or someone who's in, you know, fitness and wellness or wellness and fitness. And they think, Oh, they're intimidated. I think some people are intimidated. They're intimidated about starting to work out. They're intimidated about trying to get yeah. healthy and get chemicals out of their house or intim- intimidated about making um, choices in terms of food, you know, extracting things out of your life, like taking coffee out of your, out of your world. So I, but so share with us your story. Cause I know a little bit about your story, but yeah. Nikki doesn't. Yeah. And, um, so I loved it and I'm pausing really quick just because no, it's okay. I was going to say, because we don't all have to be perfectly perfect. No, exactly. And I think that that is, is like, what? <laughs> So I had a, I'm, I don't know, I'm, I'm going to go right for it. So I had a, a coach this year. So I'm friends with a lot of coaches because like, whatever, we attract our, our vibe attracts our tribe and I'm a mantra talker, you know, and all that stuff. And, and she basically was like, you need to really start showing this side of you that's, that's like edgier and crazy. And, you know, like you're, we're drinking vodka and having a conversation on a Wednesday night, you know, yeah. like. Tito's <laughs> lock us by. up and throw away the key. Yeah. Right. Um, and, and like, uh, I have a girlfriend that gave me a sweatshirt straight up and it said, I do yoga so I don't kill people. Not that I would ever kill anybody, but right, I think no. that you're totally spot on that people see this, Oh, you're a yoga teacher. So you must be so calm <laughs> and you're a life and health coach. So you must have your shit together completely and like eat perfectly. And the bottom line is, is that more people, most people, I'm not going to generalize completely. You know, I'm sure there's other people out there that aren't like this, but like most people that stepped into a yoga class or went on a life journey is because there was something that was not working. You know, there was a lot of stress, there was dysfunction, there was, you know, what book have you ever read about anybody that didn't start off with like a problem. So, you know, and, and it cracked me up. The reason I really paused when you asked me that though, is because you had said that I think your story is interesting. I'm like, Hmm, which, which part of the story is she referring to? You know, was it that I was like a raging party girl? Was it like the dysfunctional eating disorder all through high school? You know, was it like the, the breakdowns along the way? Or was it that like, I drink green juice, but still drink vodka, you know? And, and I, I think, that I try to be unapologetically authentic. Um, and sometimes that gets really hard because then you don't, you're like, wait, I don't want to share too much. Cause I also don't want to seem like, um, attention seeking, you know, right. that grosses me out completely when people yeah. do that. You know, I have, to, I do, I do. I have to tell you though, <laughs> my life, you know, but like I have a, a, a lazy, like I like to enjoy life side. Yes. And I don't know if that's really true laziness, you know, or if that's like, hey, you just like to sit back and enjoy life, you know? And I think that that's another thing that moms and women get caught up in. I mean, I, I predominantly work with women. I have a few men that I work with, um, and I don't think I've referenced it. So my big old title is that I'm an integrative nutrition, holistic health coach, I'm a yoga teacher and meditation coach. And, and so the, the chicken that came first was the yoga because I was super stressed out, you know, and yeah. also played sports and <clears throat> kind of played sports to not be at home a lot. And that led to, you know, injuries because I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> so I just right. like, played really hard and kept up with everybody. And, um, and then all of a sudden it was like, whoa, I went to this yoga class and that was really helpful. And then I'm like, oh, I don't know what I want to do with my life. I'll become a yoga teacher. And that really worked out for a while. And then, you know, you have a kid and that changes. You can't really just run around town. And I mean, global, I was like going all over teaching yoga, you know, and that was cool for a while. But then like you said, you can't have a hangover. You're fine. You can't have a hangover when Right. Parenting. I'm like, oh, excuse me. I'm going to fly to Bali and like do a yoga retreat. Like that exactly. doesn't work anymore either. <laughs> so, I mean, anyway, I- I'm kind of all over the place because no, you're to talk about, but. No, you're fine. I was just interrupted by um, one of I my have children. ADD, so it's good. <laughs> yeah. No, but, I mean, I know, think. I it's was in- actually just listening to this phenomenal um, 
resource library we have for my school, Integrative Institute for Nutrition. So like, yes. I, it's the world's largest nutrition school, yada, yada, yada. I drank the Kool-Aid. It's amazing. There's a great information about food connection and, and uh, ADHD. So, really? Yeah. See, I had yeah. it without the hyper. Yeah. I'm just like, yeah, my attention well, spans like that of a, I don't even know, a puppy. That's how, um, that's how my middle is. I will tell you though, when you talk about food and um, different types of ailments, you know, like ADHD and, um, and you're talking about green juice. So yeah. I, I just, I want to interject this really quickly because I feel like everybody wants to eat healthier and you're always looking for a quick and easy way to get fruits and vegetables into your diet. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm a big, you know, I'm a vegetarian. My youngest is a born vegetarian. He doesn't eat meat, but um, I tried juicing. So first I uh -huh. went to the, I went to the juice store okay. and I paid the $85 for a juice. <laughs> and then, you know, I drove 30 minutes there and 30 minutes back. It was an hour round trip and $85 juice. And then I was like, screw that. I'm going to get on Amazon. I'm going to get my own juicer. Of course, I didn't really do much research mm -hmm. and I got like middle of the road. And then I you know, it's a lot of work. My God. Yeah, it is. And then trying to get enough of the stuff. I mean, I literally thought I had like a boatload of vegetables. I had recipes and I made just a little bit of juice, just a little bit of juice with all these vegetables. And then there's all this scraps after, or what do you call it? Like the pulp? Yeah. The pulp. Yeah. And I didn't, I was like, I could make a soup out of this pulp. <laughs> you know? Right. But it, it, it's like, it was a little overwhelming. So I'm like, never mind. I'm not doing this. I'm just going to, you know, it's hard. It's a, to it's a labor of love. It really is. And I think um, it's kind of like anything. When you yeah. realize that this thing, whatever the thing is, right, whether it's juice, like juice is, is my life. My, my daughter says, juice is my life, you know, whatever. <laughs> cute. And, um, she also says that pepperoni is her life. You know what I mean? Like, so right. like, that's like her little saying that she says, and um when you realize that or make that mind body connection, like this one thing really works for me so that I can do other things that I can feel good. So it's a labor of love and you, you put in like you put the effort in, but tonight, for instance, I looked in the refrigerator and I looked at that celery yeah. and I looked at that cucumber and I'm like, I've got to wash you, clean you, scrub you, and like then get you ready for tomorrow to juice in the morning and put the machine together. And I went, I'm not doing it. Right. You know, and so um, I know that it's cool. Like you don't have to do it every single day of your life. It's the majority. It's the 80-20. But, you know, I also know I won't feel as great if I don't do it. Right. So, I, you it's know. Like I mean, working, it's kind of like working out for me, yeah, you know. Yeah. It's like I have to work out every single day because it helps with my anxiety um, you know, what, what would, what would be a couple tips for people that if they're like, you know, I've always wanted to juice. Yeah. Like, I mean, I feel like I, you know, I don't so know. So Here's a few tips. So I think like you said, you had to drive and truck around. I don't know. Everybody lives in different places, but for the most part, there's juice bars now pretty yeah. close to wherever you live. Like honor the fact that that juice costs whatever it costs because a lot goes into it. Right. right. And and in real, real reality, I don't know if you guys are like privy to like the Whole Foods guacamole. It costs like $9, but it's however many ounces it is, okay? So I'll use this as an example. If you make guacamole, like and you bought all these items and then you took all that time to make that homemade guacamole, which isn't like a, a challenging thing, right? But right. it's hard when you're busy. It's, it, it's like the cost versus the benefit. You know, yeah. so like somebody just went through all of this and I don't have to, and it's cool. Right. So it's, I'd say that, <clears throat> you know, going to a juice bar here and there is a good idea. Now that doesn't fit in everybody's everyday budget. Right. But yeah. then again, like how many times do you, do we spend money on things that are just frivolous? Yeah, you that's know? true. I mean, we do like, uh, I mean, Starbucks or um, a lot of people, I mean, now it's a little different because I don't know how many people are like going to get their nails done or whatever, but there's things that we all like spend money on that really don't give us a lot of reward long-term. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. very true. I, but back to the whole thing. I remember but, when, you, sorry, yeah. go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, let me finish the tips really quick. So oh, I'd yeah, say sorry. like definitely juice bar, <clears throat> like flip the script in your brain. And that's with most things, right? Like, just like flip the script in your brain, 
yeah. make the connection that this costs us much because a lot goes into it and you're getting a lot of benefit out of it. Like you're literally flooding your system. I mean, if you really wanted to get all the fruits and vegetables that you're supposed to get in a day, like you'd be eating all day long. Like who, isn't, who even has time for that? I have no Let time. Alone, <laughs> oh, right. Like we're, we're the default parent, which by the way, I will bring this back later on because but management was one of them on that list, you know, like, you know, we're doing all these things. So that's one of them. The other tip is if you really think this is something you want to get into, spend the extra hundred dollars to buy the next step up juicer. Because right. again, that you'll, you'll pay yourself back on that by not going to a juice bar and then you can make batches of it. Right. And that's huge. Like I can make juice for three days at a time versus buying the cheaper one which I, you literally have to drink the juice immediately. And if you don't, then it's a waste of time. And then the other thing is, is that like, if you think about um, the vegetables that are more hydrating, like yeah. celery, for instance, right? Celery is more hydrating. Cucumbers are more hydrate or will yield more hydration. Right. You know, I mean, yes. a, a piece of spinach is not going to give you very much juice so right that's true you know, that's very true just squeeze so, it <laughs> yeah you find that kind of stuff nikki's like what what no i what? eat vegetables nikki, i like vegetables you are, are going to be juicing before you know it that's like, like my it's a goal. lot of effort i'd rather drive <laughs> i'd rather drive to the so so what a juice this? bar is okay so would like um smoothie king or is that a juice bar is that what's considered no. a juice bar or is that like so, a smoothie no. Like I bar? always Where talk about, one? I always talk about like good, better, and best, right? So Smoothie King is going to be so much better than rolling through McDonald's, right? Yeah, yes. But absolutely, we always want to pay attention to like you know what items were are on the menu and like how they're making things and what else they're adding to it. And so like, a lot of like a smoothie king would add a bunch of sugar usually to it. So where's a juice bar in our area? Where, where is you guys juice are bar? in the, the South? Yeah, it's Southwest. over there in town, basically, whatever okay. it calls in town. So it's like a 30 minute drive. I mean, I usually stop off there. Yeah, I'd stop off there after I was like out that way, you know, and right. just make it a point of getting one and then coming back. I think there's one time I was under the weather this winter and I remember you know, that yes we jumped in the car and drove out there and I took a um, immunity shot um immunity sh and yeah it was ginger and lemon and pepper like dilates everything to open your system up to receive it yes yes and so, so and then I, and then I got um I think I had something with like pineapple Gosh, it was like an antioxidant. I can't remember what it was. It was green and pineapple and probably spinach, probably cucumber. I don't know. I don't even know. I was like, that looks good. <laughs> Here's my $85 and hopefully I feel better. $85. Love your, I love your $85. Well, I mean, how much it would be if you went to the grocery store and bought the ingredients to make it because well, again, healthy that's, is expensive. Again, well, and it isn't, it isn't. Like you, you learn hacks. Like, okay. Do you guys, I mean, I don't know what anybody's financial situations were when they were younger, but like we, we were always on a budget. Like we lived in a place where like we probably couldn't afford, but my dad was like hell bent on keeping me in a school system that was better with a lot of the life events that had already happened. So like we learned how to go to TJ Maxx and we learned, you know, I mean, we, we right. kept up with the game. So it's kind of like anything. I'm sure you guys sale shop. I get, I get off on that. I'm like, Oh something's on sale. Yay. And, and there, right. so there's a way to navigate grocery shopping yes. and eating healthy and being well, like yes. on a budget for sure. Yeah. I mean, we had, we had a couple of years ago, we moved to Nashville Wait. for uh, a job and like without getting into the whole long story of it, the bottom line is, is like we lost that job and all of a sudden we were jobless and it was like, I was not going to start eating McDonald's because it's, right. that's really kind of the frustrating part. It is more expensive yes. unless you kind of know how to navigate it. But I was like, okay, how can we still stay on point with our health and our wellness and the way that we eat that I've grown up? I mean, I'm like so many generations of eating organic. And so it's, it's like not even an option not to do it anymore. Right. Right. And I just, I, I got excited and I got creative. It's like, I don't know if anybody's ever couponed. I haven't. I know I see people that get into it. 
and they go crazy over it. But it's I got pretty interesting that show yeah. coupon queens or or um, extreme yeah. couponing. Nikki, I don't have the patience. I have to. I have to just. And say something. Do you have your dogs in your closet? No, they're outside the closet door. Oh, I was gonna say I can hear like they're rustling. Are they yes. like trying to get in? Does that drive you crazy? It's driving me it's, nuts. Okay, <laughs> I want to ask you guys questions. It's driving me so, nuts. I can hear like a. Yeah. So they're outside the closet door. I think we're this. We were talking about like perfectly imperfect and well-being prior to this call, right? This podcast, whatever this is called. I mean, what do you call this thing? But anyway, it's a podcast. Yeah. Crazy. Cool. Got it right. But <laughs> yeah, crazy. But like, I'm so sorry to interrupt. Yeah. No, I'm glad you did because I feel like I can come in here and actually make a difference in a way. Um, that's super important to me. I feel like that's my purpose in being is to be like, you know, inspirational, educational, and supportive. How many of us are sitting in closets, like doing the thing that we're excited about and we love, and but yet on the other side of the door is like, all this chaos you guys are yes. the chaos ladies like i'm and ready like, to throw a shoe or something at the door <laughs> and, just and to, like, you know honestly you should like because i mean but here's my question is because i know in my world of well-being like our our issues get stored in our tissues right so like the stress that we're feeling on the other side of the door is it's like happening and it's going into somewhere and and it doesn't mean, oh, we have to go change the thing on the other side of the door because that's not going to change, right? Right, yeah. But what do you guys do to kind of like eradicate stress in your life, the stuff uh, that's on the other side of the door? Yeah, I don't know. Nikki, you want to Drugs? No, I'm just I'm kidding. <laughs> what kind? Hold on. Let I'm me, kidding. Let me see what I can <laughs> Write that down. Yeah. No. Um, drugs. Maybe try that tomorrow morning. I don't know. I don't really, honestly, I don't really have an outlet. I don't think I, I, I mean, I have the patience of a saint. I can tell you that, but you do. Um, I don't know. Like I, once I reach my limit, then I just start screaming and cussing, but yeah, I know. You know I, I, honest, I, yeah. I honestly will tell you that I, um, I work out. I for sure work out to try to be a little bit more calm, try to, you know, you know, sort of get my anxiety under control. Um, you know, I, I'm not going to lie. I mean, you, I have three kids, three different ages. They're pretty spread yeah. out. It's really hard to micromanage or manage everybody's ages and moods and needs. And yeah. it's hard, you know, and then you add in the man baby. So, I mean, he's probably the hardest one of all to sort of deal with, but, um, you know, I don't know. I mean, it's working out and then it's doing something that I want to do. I've, pretty much always set myself aside. I always set myself aside what my needs come last. And that's, but I signed up for that. When I became a mom, I signed up for that. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, but I still, I recognize over the years that you still need to carve out time for yourself. And I try, I'm, I go to a book club or I'll try to go out and have dinner with a friend, but you know, I mean, it's hard. It's hard to do that. You know, it's hard to carve out time. Yeah. Sorry. No, that's okay. You can mute it and then do what you need to do if you want. Start screaming and cussing. Yes. I do that a lot. Mel, I was going to say that. Like, there's a lot of times that I think most parents will find themselves where you're like, you ask nicely, please don't, please don't, please don't, please don't, please do this, please do that. And all of a sudden, you just... You're like, ah! Well, I mean... sad! I did it. I did it today. My child legitimately has we we had a lot of rain here recently i mean i know you guys are in florida we're yes. in, in nashville you know so we're in the south too but we we have these like annoyingly monsoon rains that, that flood we are on a flood zone so then we have just a mosquito breeding ground of i don't even know what you call this it's awful right. so my daughter goes out in the backyard after school this is her thing and she's literally comes in she's eaten head to toe and i'm going oh man because like yeah. you know for a mom like now you're gonna first of all you feel bad for your kid because that yes. sucks right yeah. so your heart breaks and it bleeds right so we go up we do the shower we do the bath we get all that done and like she's screaming that everything's itching and here i am trying to fix it but yet she won't stand in place Right. So I, I, I'm getting to the point now where she's, um, she'll be eight in a couple of months where I can say like, do you notice 
how many times mommy is nice, like 500 before I actually really lose it. And yes. I, I'm actually not a patient saint. I run real, I'm Italian and Irish and I'm hot blooded and like I have anxiety and all these things. And that's why I got into all the things I do is like to temper all that, to take everything I do from a 10 to a two. But it's like, and she goes, yeah, you did ask very nicely. If you did. I'm like, oh, wow, we're making a connection here. You know, thank right. you. I think it's important that we do share that stuff though. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? That we yeah. say that out loud, like, hey, by the way, you're pointing out what a mean person I am. Cause I, 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 all day long, I only have one. I think you wonderful women with more than one children, child are saints. I, I know that God, Buddha, the maker, whatever you believe in yeah. knew that I couldn't handle anymore. So yeah. only gave me the ability to have one, you know, but at the end of the day, like, I mean that pressure, I call it the pressure cooker. Yes. Right. Yeah. You start feeling it here in the chest the elephant sitting there, then it's the bubble in the throat, then it's the shoulders. And then it's just like fight or flight kicks in and you flip your lid and you are this, what they assume this seven headed Medusa, you know, crazy person. And, and then it sucks because you're not peaceful anymore. And that's not right. who you are. No. And there's, been, there's been plenty of times where you are like asking nicely, asking nicely, whether it's your husband or, you know, your kids or everybody in your household. And then all of a sudden you just like lose your, you know, shit, so to speak. And then they all look at you like, what's wrong with that crazy lady standing right yeah. over there? She's so mean. Yeah. 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 Well, you know what? well, I think that that's, you I mean. think that's what I'm here to do is like shake it out. Cause like I lose my shit on a regular basis and I am like you said earlier, the yoga, you know, all the things life coach, you call it a life coach. Right. Yes. And I actually do not like saying I'm a life coach. Cause I'm like, how do I know how to life any better than anyone else? You know, I went to school, got a lot of certifications. I, have implemented a lot of things in my life that work and have helped me. And I've literally taken the information that I've learned and just like helped other people find it. Yeah. And you know, I hold space for people. I'll give myself some credit there for sure. But at the end of the day, like it, it's like, we're all just trying to get through life. We're right. All, nobody's perfect. And right. by the way, I'm going to drop this bomb but whatever everybody believes in, but I'll get a little hooey right now. But I do believe, you know, we're these human beings, these spiritual beings having a human experience. So like, why would we ever think for a second that we're supposed to be perfect? Yeah, exactly. And so, yeah, that means we flip out and we swear. And we, I mean, like I mean, literally my kid tells me to stop swearing all the time. She's oh my like, God. That's a bad word. I'm like, I'm so sorry. I have to tell you though that, you know, Mike, someone said, oh, I'm so sorry. I use the swear word. I'm like, my kids know every swear word, just so you know. I mean, my, my kid the other day threw out like an MF I'm like, are you kidding me right now? Yeah. yeah. I mean, and I just said, I, am I the only one that has a seven-year-old that, you know, uses swear words and listens to gangster rap? I probably. <laughs> I don't know. No, you're not. not. But hold on. <laughs> Having to go from non-technology parents to being on technology a lot. Yeah. And so there's some dark shit on the internet, right? Yes. So like, bad. I feel like we dodged a bullet since things got caught so early, but like, that's all I'm going to say. Do you know what I'm saying? So but, I'm going to interrupt you. Yeah, go, go. So I'm going to interrupt you. I miss the days. I miss the days when my kids watched Paw Patrol and now they're just sitting there watching YouTube and my seven-year-old, you know, he loves music. I let him listen to music. I'm I love all music except for country. Yeah. No, no offense because you live in Nashville, but I don't like country music. And my so. husband might potentially work for a country artist, right? I'm so sorry. So. But he doesn't like country. No offense. Oh. I know, right? Okay. So anyway, so he, um, I forgot what I was going to say, but um, he's watching YouTube. And he's, he's getting yeah. scared. No, he's getting scared watching YouTube. I miss. Oh my God. He's watching I feel YouTube. like, you know what? I'm so glad you just said that because I feel like we went from like PBS Kids, Paw Patrol to like. Yes. So like if, if someone could see me talking right now, my eyes are so open. Yeah. And what I was getting at though is like, you're talking about, does anybody else's kids listen to gangster rap and X, Y, and Z? And the bottom line is, is that yes, like 
I couldn't believe when I started like coming out of my shame cycle about what had gone on, like right. how many moms went, Oh my God, do you know what X, Y, and Z happened in our household? Right. And I, all of a sudden like this, cause I, I went through here, here's some things I go through. I go through my kid can't self-regulate and I'm a yoga teacher. Yeah. I sometimes can't self-regulate and I'm a yoga teacher <laughs> and I, you know, and I'm a life coach. I'm doing your air. It's fine. I do that too. I do it too. My, <laughs> husband, my husband's always like, what are you doing with your fingers? You know, but, it, and then here I have people that's going back to Instagram, the perfectionism yeah. bullshit. Cause it's like, do you want me to actually put a real post up of what really happened? Because it, you, you can't, you know, you got to follow this whole map. And that's why, I don't know if, if you've noticed, I don't, I'm really not posting as much anymore and I'm not getting into it. And it's not about like, Oh, get away from social media because I'm addicted. I surf, I get my wake up, I get my hit in the morning. I'm like, swing, swing, hit. Yay. Now I can like party. But I will say I have meditated before. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I've done my five deep breaths. I mean, I, I had to take a break from social media for a little bit. I think that, I think these days um, people are too sensitive about too many things. So we could just leave it at that because I think people are too sensitive about too many things. You can't, you can't say anything about anything without somebody getting their panties in a wad at all. Right. I appreciate you saying that. And that is why I really believe that you stay in your lane. Yes. And get really clear about what, what things mean to you. Exactly. You know, like I know what I'm passionate about and there's a, lo- a list of things. Yeah. And like, I don't, sometimes I'm like A is for advocate, but like, I, I also don't like conflict. Yeah. You know, I'm not a debater. I so think I'm not going to attract that, that. Yeah. You know, that it's okay. Like I have a lot of friends that are like really good. And like, that's so cool. Cause that's what makes the world go round. Right. Having, having like people that can actually, get in the ring and do that for a cause and a purpose. But I don't know. I mean, for me, I'm like, I'll cause and purpose on the kind of on the back end. Hold on. We're going to get we a debut got, here yeah, real we got, quick. Aww, wow. so cute. I love you. I know our kids These are coming. Girls. I know the, the, she's so cute. The so kids, jealous. the kids are starting to come in and you know, they're, they're going to start, they're going to start circling the wagons around. But I, I mean, uh, so I, I, I guess I wanted, um, I wanted to just sort of end on, if we to like wrap it up or, you know, just sort of end on one note, like it's something really important that you said in our pre conversation where you said it's about the ingredients versus like fully balanced and like needing all the ingredients for the recipe. Can you just elaborate on that a little bit, like kind of like a a good takeaway and then we'll, you know, I'm totally happy you brought that up because I think this wraps it up nicely. And I hope you guys like have me back on because this is super yes, fun. Yes, it is fun. I'd, like, I'd love to come back um, with you guys. Could, we could talk too much. I think that's yeah, what right. Um, so here's the deal. I, I love to cook. And that is a place that I find med- it's like meditative for me. So I almost speak in that language of like, oh, recipes and ingredients. So I believe that we're all bio-individual, meaning, you know, what works for you doesn't work for me, down to our DNA, down to like where we came from and our circumstances, right? And yes. so it takes just like any recipe, like especially with baking, and I don't like baking because it's not... You got to be so precise and I, I'm not, I'm not perfect and I'm not precise. This is why I literally, every time I bake, like the kitchen just looks crazy. Cause I'm like <laughs> the sweet, remember the Swedish chef, smorgasbordish, you know? Whatever. Oh yes. That's me in the that. kitchen. Um, from the Muppets. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh my okay, gosh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like he just like threw everything all over the place. And, yes. and if you don't know that YouTube it and, and see it. <laughs> no, that's I know. Like me I remember in the kitchen. Now. And, and so but the bottom line is, is that any recipe needs certain ingredients. You know, it needs a foundation. It needs a base. It needs some herbs and some spices. Some and like, tequila and some triple sec and some. <laughs> well, you got to be drinking your like cocktail while you're, you're cooking, right? Some tea. I mean, yeah. My mom, yeah. God bless her, you know, soul. My angel mom, she 
drank her wine and smoked her cigarettes. And I swear to God, I cannot recreate her sauce because I think it was the cigarette ash. <laughs> right. <laughs> they were like going into the sauce, you know, I don't think that like, I don't smoke, but um, the bottom line is, is that like, if you really look at yourself, like you are, are this amazing recipe and you need certain ingredients. Like you said earlier um, that you needed to do your working out Yes. In order to get, yeah, you know, the clear mind, yeah. And endorphins and all, you know, the reason that we all need physical activity. Whatever it is that you need to walk outside of the door or be on this side of that door. Yeah. You know, that's, that's, that's what you got to honor every day. I tell my family every single day, I need five deep breaths before my feet hit the floor don't talk to me. Don't look at me. And it's not about being mean. It's like right. legitimately, if you screw that up and that's not like, you know, if you're yeah. dying and bleeding. I'm not going to be there. My daughter walked in two nights ago, 2am tooth coming out of her mouth. Right. I'm not going to take five deep breaths before that. That's like unrealistic. But right. the majority is that this is what makes me tick and talk. And whatever makes you feel guilty when you're doing those things, you got to let that shit go. And you got, yeah. you know what? Here's the last little piece of advice. When you feel guilty or shameful about anything that's going on, parent-wise, yeah. life-wise, go talk to your best friend about it. Yes. Because the second that you don't allow that stuff to come to the surface, it just gets to grow inside of you and get yeah. bigger and bigger and bigger. Right. And then it just consumes you. I mean, it paralyzes you. I think you said that yes. too. About, oh, um, yeah. you know, I think a lot, of, a lot of times I don't do stuff. Um, because I think that I have to do it perfectly and I, and then it paralyzes me. I think you said, what did you say to me? You said something about paralysis by analysis. Yeah. So it's the, it's the perfectionism cycle. Like it holds you back. It totally holds you back. Like you, if you look at any amazing accomplished, you know, entrepreneur or spiritual leader, they just went and dove in the deep end. Yeah. Shit was like real. You yeah. know, I'm like, you two right now are working for something. You had an Maybe. idea. Maybe. <laughs> we'll see. You're, here's the thing. You're working for what makes you happy. Yes. Yes. I'm happy. Yeah, one hour a week. Yes. <laughs> you know, like, I mean, I, I kind of listened to what you guys were, were doing on your podcast and I'm into it now. And well, thank it's you. Like the, no, I mean, it's, it's cool. And the bottom line is, is that you had an idea, you're bringing it to fruition. You didn't have a lot of expectations about it, which is really key because- Zero experience. Well, with podcasting stuff, but yeah. you have radio experience. So but I mean, that counts that, for something. That's, that counts for a lot. And then on top of it, it's like, again, what is on the other side of the, the sticky note that just got put on your face is such a perfect- Did you just get a sticky oh, note? And you know what? It was really sweet. Oh my God, what does Nikki! It say? I can't read it. Oh. I don't know. I can't. I can't see oh, it. Oh, it's a rainbow. Nice. Okay. Yeah. All right. I won't throw the shoe this time. It's oh like, my I'll, gosh! I'll you guys back. are amazing. Keep up what you're doing because it's life giving to you, and that's part of the recipe. Okay. Like yes. if you are feeding your soul, then you can show up in your life and feed the other people that that depend on you. And right. and I don't know if this is really true, but I've I've learned it in a lot of different ways that whoever we get in front of every day, right? Whoever we touch, that that yeah. goes out to 10 other people. Yeah. And so if you think about that, like everybody you're touching every day going out to 10 other people, like you are making a difference in the world then. It's a ripple Hopefully. effect. Hopefully. I mean, it's not really social are. distancing though, is it? No, it's not. <laughs> well, it is. It's totally social distancing because it's like the vibe. Yeah, the know? vibe. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. So not literally, not or not physically touching 10 other people. <laughs> no, right. I, I like it. I like it. It's like dropping a pebble in a pond and then you get the ripple effects. Yeah, that sort of thing. Yeah. I ripple like effect. that. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So if, um, if we want to like reach out to you or talk to you or find you, how yeah. do we find you? Tell us. Okay. So, um, you, you know, mentioned I'm kind Instagram. Of, I'm kind of on Instagram. Um, be well, I'm be well, Mel, Instagram, yes, Facebook, and I have a website, which I don't nurture. 
I get um, your newsletter. I get your newsletter. Do you? I, lo- I really? do. I do. I do. Did you sign up for it? I think so. I did. I, I pray. I think that I did. Intrigued. So, so they can find you on Instagram and yeah. Facebook under Be Instagram, Well Mel. Facebook, and you know what? I just Ta- found you on Instagram. Oh, yay. You know, and like, I guess, what is it called? DM me. I don't understand DM. I'm more of a, why oh does God. it say? Is that like direct message? Isn't that what that means? message me. Yeah, I guess it's direct message. Okay, I really can't. quick. Let's finish with this list of the default mom parent Yes, thing. let's do okay. it. We'll end on this. Okay, so one of them was clothing management, change of seasonal wardrobe management. Yes. A lot of management. Moms were doing that. Photo organizing and photo books. Do your, do your husbands know your kids' shoe sizes? That's, you know, we talked about that in dad's chaos. He's like, I don't even know. The kids, I rem- yeah. they need shoes. Like, I don't know what size they have. You know, like the little, the little details in raising kids and life. Right. None of it R- would get done if we weren't here, to be honest with you. RSVPing to birthday parties. I'll leave oh it at that, bitches. Yeah. Right. Hey, you guys are amazing. Thanks Thank for you. Thank you. reaching out to me. Like, I don't know if I did anything, but have fun with this. I, I, it's very I, informative. I appreciate the fact that I got to have a fun night tonight. Yes, we appreciate well, cheers to that. that. Yeah, cheers. Thanks for being a part of the conversation. Keep listening to more Keeping Up With Chaos podcasts on your favorite podcast app. Thanks in advance for subscribing, following, liking, or whatever the hell you're supposed to do on your favorite podcast app. Oh, leave a freaking review too. No, that's not me. That's you. Oh, that's me. Do- oh no, it's me. Please and thank you. Connect with us on social media where you can find more everyday chaos and be in the know when the next podcast comes out. Find us on Instagram or find us on Facebook. Like our page or join our Keeping Up With Chaos community group. We'd love for you to share your chaos with us. That way we know we're not alone in this. Yep. Email us at chaoskeepers at gmail.com. No, you forgot the 411. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> not into social? Uh, email us your chaos at chaoskeepers411 at gmail.com. Good, good. Okay. That's a wrap. No, you're supposed to say, is that a wrap? <laughs> no. <laughs> You're supposed to say, hold the sugar. Hold the sugar. Pass the vodka. (laughs) Hold the sugar, sugar. (laughs) Pass the vodka. All right. That's a wrap. Cut it. Aren't we supposed to say cheers? Cheers. Cheers. Till next time. Till next time.